Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 66 of the Walks for the Young Professional podcast. I'm Brandon Klein. I'm super excited to be listening today and super excited to get back to that one big question we keep talking about in this podcast, which is how are young professionals like us don't have 15 or 20 or 25 years of experience thriving in our careers? And before we jump into today's episode, I just want to call out if you are listening to this episode and you love it and you find it helpful or you've listened to another episode of the podcast in the past, it would mean the absolute world to me. If you go on the Apple Podcast app and leave a rating and review, choose a number of stars that shows how much you love the podcast and write your specific feedback with your thoughts about what you love, what you think. It means the world to me. It actually also helps other young professionals like us find this podcast when they're looking through podcast and Apple Podcast app as well. So with that, really appreciate you. Let's go ahead and jump into the topic today. So throughout your career, and this extends past being a young professional in your career, you are continuously put in interesting and dynamic conversations on a whole variety of topics. And you, within your role, are very likely to be an expert within something very specific. And that is amazing, right? It, it's, it's a specific and very high level of expertise that is valued the most amongst organizations. Because you can come in and deliver a very specific output and do it very well. And although you are an expert in one specific role, you oftentimes work with other departments, colleagues who are experts in different roles. And as a young professional wants to thrive in a career, you want to be helpful, you want to collaborate, you want to provide feedback. And in these conversations you find yourselves in, could be a meeting, could be a email thread, could be a group Slack message, whatever it is, type messenger, pick, pick your tool. <laughs> but you find yourself in these conversations and I must just got hit by a car, y'all. That happens, one, they didn't even notice, it's okay. Um, if I get hit by a car one day crossing the street recording a podcast, it'd be good for insurance at least. Um, but really, You'll find yourself in these conversations um, that are on different topics that you are not necessarily an expert in. And with your good intention of providing feedback or, you know, just soundboarding and being a good colleague, you sometimes feel the urge to share your opinion. And sometimes it's just best not to share your opinion on something which you're not an expert on unless you are asked for it. And one thing that I really like to constantly check myself on and do is I ask myself, okay, who is currently discussing this topic who are experts in it. So 
if, we, if I'm in a meeting with, you know, let's just say I'm in a meeting with four people in finance, right? They're all experts in finance. My opinion or perspective is significantly inferior to their stance because they're experts on that, right? So if they're talking about how to accomplish a specific goal, I'm going to ask myself, hey, do we have multiple experts in the room on this topic already discussing it? And I can almost always answer that question with yes, because if it's not a topic that's directly relevant to me, then I'm likely in this position where I'm asking myself, which is the first leading indicator that it might be best just to defer to their expertise. And when there are these experts who are discussing how to best go about something, then I just, I don't interject unless I'm very, very clearly asked for my opinion. And even when I'm asked for my opinion, I, all, I also like to consider who is asking me for my opinion. And if it's someone who is not an expert who should be giving their opinion, then I defer to the expert in the room. I say, hey, listen, um, I'm truthfully not the expert here on this topic, but I definitely like to just defer that question to this person, and I'm still happy to provide whatever insight you'd like me to after that, but definitely not the expert here on that. And the expert in the room who should be talking on that will appreciate you because you're acknowledging that this is really their wheelhouse and this is their opportunity to contribute and that you're still willing to be there and provide that support and level of collaboration wherever they see fit. And if it's an expert who's asking me, an expert who should be talking on the topic, who's asking me for my opinion, then I like to say, hey, listen, you know, I, I'm not the expert here, but if you really want my opinion, um, this is from what I understand how I could potentially see X, Y, and Z happening. Or I, I just like to disclaimer, head it, uh, head it up with a disclaimer of, hey, listen, you all know that I'm not the expert on this. And then, again, lead in with the non-concrete positioning of, here's how, I guess, in theory, it could potentially work for my, you know, what I think is an understanding of what's going on, right? And in none of that did I position myself as an expert, someone who is at the caliber of who should actually be making the decisions in this discussion. And this is very important because if you do position your suggestion or opinion as being at a specific level of expertise, then you really lose a lot of credibility because everyone in the discussion is very aware of what you're an expert on. And if you just throw around opinions willy-nilly, I mean, how much weight do those carry and how much value do they add to discussion. Now, if it's a completely open format where it's been painted as exactly that, where it's, hey, 
you know, we, we know we have people from all different areas of the organization. We want everyone to contribute. It's all good. If it's not the right answer or you know, you're not an expert in it, then by all means, join in. I would still definitely preface it as non-concrete and that you're not an expert positioning. However, those are really the three paths where you could offer up or could be tempted or asked to offer up an opinion in a scenario where an expert should be speaking on it, which is, hey, there's you know a, a group of experts that are talking about a specific topic and they one of them asks you or there's a group of experts and then some non-experts who should be speaking on the topic and one of the non-experts asks you to provide expertise and then that open format where it's known that there's an expert um, you know that whoever's going to be contributing their ideas in this open format doesn't have that level of expertise and then there's one last scenario I want to cover on, which is you and someone else or a group of other people are discussing a topic which none of you are experts on and trying to come up with a path to success. And at that point, you should just stop and go and communicate with someone who is an expert in it within your organization. And save your time from hypothesizing and sharing those hypotheses with the expert that you end up reaching out to, just immediately go and find the person you need to be talking with within the organization. Okay, this is a very, all four of those paths and this perspective of not providing an opinion or suggestion on a topic that requires expertise that you're not an expert in. This is extremely critical to managing and really protecting your reputation and relationships within your career and your level of credibility. Because people know that when you do speak, it's gonna be on what you're an expert on and it's gonna be valuable. I hope this helps, it's been very helpful for me in my career. I have, in the early years of my career, made the mistake of providing my opinion or suggestion on some area that I'm non-expert in and has done nothing but bite me in the ass every single time. And I learned the lesson very quickly that I'm sharing with you today. And I wish that someone took me aside and told me this on day one of really when I entered the professional side of my career. This is the first time they're listening to a podcast or the 50th time. Like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, it would mean an absolute world to me if you could go on that podcast app and you could leave a rating interview pick number of stars to show how much you love it and write your specific feedback and make sure you hit the subscribe button regardless of what platform you're on so you can get the daily notifications of the episodes dropping and I want to end with a cool Corvette I want to end this episode with the same offer that I make at the end of every episode which is if you ever have a question or an idea that you just want to soundboard or something cool happens in your career please do not hesitate to reach out to me at Brandon Klein on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you on whatever topic it is you want to chat through and also connect with you as a young professional to another young professional. So with that, I will call this episode a wrap. I can't wait to talk with you all tomorrow.